Good evening and welcome back. I'm your host Robin and you are now listening to my podcast, Broken, Strength Under Control. In Matthew 5, 14 through 16, it says, You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Well, you know, I am back this week. This has been some crazy days the last few days. Um, but I am just determined that God is still going to get the glory no matter what. And so, you know, it's been crazy here. Um, last weekend, you know, well, last week in general, I think it was probably around like Tuesday. We had a gas shortage here in Charlotte. And when I tell you this was just yet another thing, I believe that the government just want everybody to be in a tizzy. Because you had people going out, filling up gas cans, all kinds of stuff like that. And I don't really watch the news, so y'all, I ain't even know that we was even getting close to it being a shortage. So, yeah, so you just see where my mind be at. And of course, you know, I go within several ranges of the direction of where I live at and nobody has gas or the people who did have gas the lines were so long and I'm just like okay yeah whatever uh no and so I was able to get gas the next day but I paid three dollars and 49 cents I had a half a tank of gas y'all only drive a little Kia a little Kia Soul have a tank of gas and it still took 25 dollars to film to top my gas tank off now you know that's ridiculous just yet another thing that's going on in this world as if there isn't enough stuff already going on in this world so you know i just i won't be long tonight but i really wanted to just kind of just touch a little bit on living in uncertainty just in case of emergency. So what do you have in your go-to box when life hits? I call it a emergency box. I got this topic a long time ago. A friend of mine, we were having a conversation and she called me and she just, she needed an ear that day. And I just said to her, I said, where, what do you have in your go-to box just in case of emergency when you can't get nobody on the phone? What do you have? And so the first scripture that I'm going to start out with is 2 Timothy 1 and 7. You all probably know it. And if you don't, you'll, you'll get to hear it uh, tonight. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Now, sometimes that's easier said than done 
truthfully speaking. And so what do you have in your just in case of an emergency box? So I thought that I would just kind of touch on a couple of things. You know, I actually Googled like what you would prepare for an emergency. Like if you were traveling in your car or, and of course, you know, they had a long list of things, but I'm not really going to go through all of them. It was just a few things that just kind of stood out to me that I really wanted to tie in how the word relates to that. And so I don't know about y'all, but what are some scriptures that you would have in this box? I know for me, my favorite scripture is Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thy heart. Lean not to thy own understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. That is my ultimate favorite scripture. Why? Because in that. It covers you just like a blanket. So, you know, some people have a blanket and a pillow in their trunk. Just in case, you know, they get stuck somewhere in their car. So his word. That scripture right there covers me like a coat, like a blanket. And that has been my go to scripture um, since my grandfather passed. And it was a scripture that was given to me by a good friend of his who actually did his eulogy um, for us. Elder Harris. He saw where I was struggling with the death of my grandfather because he knew how close we were. And. He said to me, he gave me that scripture and that's a scripture that has stuck with me. And like I said, it has become my favorite scripture. Y'all now, you know, initially when we first went into this quarantine, they was talking about get masks, get wipes, get disinfectant spray, hand sanitizer, water, antibacterial soap, toilet paper. Don't ask why the toilet paper was leaving the shelves, y'all. And so, you know, I just thought, wow, okay, they done told us to go and get all this stuff. But I felt like what it did was it paralyzed us. It caused us to operate in fear and worry. No, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have been doing all of that because that's a that's a safety measure that's a precautionary measure that's wisdom right but at the same time i feel like they allowed something to be unleashed in the midst to cause a distraction and what it did was it paralyzed us in so many different ways and so you have to have a go-to box just in case of an emergency when life hits now they told us to do one thing now keep in mind i did that and then some i'm still doing that truthfully speaking i don't really go anywhere i don't really do anything um but i just try to watch who i'm around i try to watch where i'm at what i'm doing where i'm going um just as a precautionary measure measure but I just kind of feel like and then now they 
coming with the direct opposite. That if you're fully vaccinated, you don't have to wear your mask. Oh, but you still have to wear it in certain places, such as doctor's offices, public transportation, um, hospitals, I believe. Schools, the kids at school still have to wear it from what they were saying. But don't y'all think that's just kind of like all of a sudden? So if you've been fully vaccinated, now nah, you don't have to wear a mask. Now nah, I'm good. I'm take my chances. I'm going to still be wearing. And even a lot of the states have lifted the mandatory wearing a mask, which is like, Mm. Nah, I'm going to still wear it. So if that makes people look at me like, well, she didn't get fully vaccinated or she must have the virus. So be it. Even though there's no truth in that. And I'm very grateful and thankful because I haven't had a symptom. Not one in over a year. For what they've said, people are having and I know a lot of people who have had this virus my mom is one and she was really sick and the after effects of her having this she wound up with pneumonia so again laugh at me if you want to but I haven't had a cough. I haven't had a fever. None of that. Not one thing. So I'm grateful and thankful. Um, because God is still yet on the throne. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I didn't have a favorite quote. <laughs> but I think quotes encouraging quotes would be something good to have in your just in case of emergency box because sometimes it may not even be for you you might have that thing in that box for somebody else and so it's good to just kind of have certain things right i thought that this was interesting because one of the items that they said that you should have when you are putting together a just in case of emergency a flashlight and the thing that came to mind immediately was his word is a light Psalms 119 105 your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path I just I just feel like when you're preparing for or putting together a box you better have some some scripture some word something that you can pull and draw from when life hits, when a circumstance or a situation that you face suddenly, all of a sudden, you know. And I know sometimes it's easier said than done because most of the time we usually run in the opposite direction instead of running to him. And so, you know, again, what about hobbies? Let me just tell y'all how when we <laughs> went into this quarantine, I started doing jigsaw puzzles. Man, I tell you, I have so many jigsaw puzzles. And I would sit there for hours after I got off from work 
on the weekends when I, you know, we couldn't really go nowhere. So I would sit there for hours trying to put together a puzzle. And sometimes my sister would help. And then there would be times when I ain't want her to help because it would just be something for me to do. Because I wasn't in no hurry. It was like, well, I can't really go nowhere. So I ain't in no hurry to put it together. And then she would buy me um, puzzles. And when I tell y'all, some of them was just crazy. Some of them was crazy. I had one puzzle that was all one color. <laughs> when I tell you that thing gave us a headache trying to do it. Gave us a headache. I don't know what kind of hobbies that you might have picked up. A lot of people started journaling which journaling is very good it's a very good stress reliever it is a way to decompose your thoughts decompress your thoughts I'm sorry not decompose but decompress your thoughts um, and put them on paper because a lot of times you know I don't know about most of you but I know for me it felt like the walls were closing in and I had just began to shut down from the world. And so what I found was, was that there was a level of comfort in me running to his word. I would either have some scripture that I was reading or I would have some worship music playing in my ear or a sermon that was playing in my ear because it was crazy. A lot of times I would work. Sometimes I would just do a puzzle until it was late. And I'm talking about y'all, I'd be done sat on the couch for so long. Like I would barely get up to go use the bathroom doing these puzzles. And it really just took the stress off of my thought process, especially when they had got on my nerves real bad at work. So yeah. Um, another thing that they said to have in, you know, just in case of emergency was drinking water. The water represents his spirit. And y'all, it's nothing like the Holy Ghost leading and guiding, giving you wisdom and instruction in a time of an emergency. And so it's good to have drinking water, but it's even better when you have his spirit that is leading and guiding you. And so I know for me, like I said, it was either some worship music or sermon, or I was opening my Bible up and, and reading my word and then writing down my thoughts. Um, in a book basically and so when I tell you like for real for real this whole virus thing have just made people loony just crazy now you know with them re lifting the mask ban folks is just running around here without their mask on and stuff like that because they just I mean I know it was difficult to have to work in it to have to be in it you know a lot of people who have to work and you in it all day 
I mean, I'm glad and grateful that I work from home still so I don't have to be in a mask all day. But at the same time, it just made people crazy. And like I said, this came out of just having a conversation with my friend because it was just like she was really having a rough time. And I said to her, I said, girl, you better uh, put some scripture, put some some worship music, a sermon, something that needs to be your go to in that space when things just when you seem to be overwhelmed. The other thing was non-perishable food. I look at his word as being food. Everything that he sent it out to do will not return unto him void. So everything that he said his word will do, it will do. The problem is, is that when life happens or when you're faced with certain things that you just immediately. I don't know why we do it. And thank God for grace and mercy, because if it wasn't for that. I don't even know where I would be at because I can't tell you how many times instead of running to God or instead of asking the spirit for help. I was calling my friends on the phone. I just whatever. I was running in the total opposite direction of who controls everything. And if nothing else, this virus taught me how to run to him even all the more and when I tell you like for those months of just listening to worship music listening to the sermons um just reading the scripture it showed me a lot of different things And a lot of times, you know, we have to be alone with ourselves and him. Some of us don't like to be alone with ourselves. And it and I'm I was one of those people like it just seemed like I felt like if I stopped moving, if I stopped doing stuff that, you know, it was just going to not be good. But that's not the case. This really forced me to take a deep look and a thorough look at where I was, what direction I was going in, who I was becoming, and what God was doing in my life. So it caused me to be very disciplined in every area. So to have a just in a just in case of an emergency box that's a good thing right there because you just don't ever know when you might have to pull from it not just for yourself but for somebody else and most of the time it's it is for someone else most of the time it is for someone else so i have to honestly tell you like Like I said, you might laugh because I'm still just kind of enclosed in. I've been doing trying to do a little bit better about getting out and stuff like that. But for the most part, I'm still kind of enclosed in. 
and I don't I watch who who's around me um, because you just don't know. Um, so I try to limit a lot of that. But a just in case of an emergency box, you should have one. It's just a good tool to have um, because you just don't never know when life is going to hit like this virus. And so, you know, everybody's looking for things to go back to being normal. But truthfully speaking, y'all, we in the new normal. I don't care what they I don't care how many vaccinations they come up with. I don't none of that. This is normal. This is going to be our new norm. Nothing ever will ever be the way that it was before this virus. And so you got to get comfortable with being with you. And a good way to get comfortable, get you some things, get you some scriptures that you can go to, get you some quotes that are encouraging, get you some hobbies, you know, like I said, I started doing puzzles. I have some that I haven't even put together yet. And what we would do was put them together and then I would take them apart, put them back in the box. Basically. And sometimes it would take a couple of days and sometimes it wouldn't. Sometimes it would take a day to put a puzzle together. But it was a stress reliever being able to do that. And like I said, I'm just grateful. My last one is phone a friend. Who do you have as a go to person that, you know, won't be judgmental, won't have an opinion, won't try to fix it, won't, you know, tell you what they think you should do. They would just be very genuine about listening, very genuine about praying with you, very genuine about giving you God's word giving you God's wisdom, you definitely need to have one of those in your just in case of emergency. I think for me, a lot of times, um, my, my thoughts can be very direct to the point and everybody can't handle that. So God gave me certain people who can handle when I say certain things because that's just me. That's how I'm wired. And, and so definitely want to have you a phone, a friend and you'll go to, I don't know about what your favorite worship music is. There are certain artists that I can listen to that takes me straight into the throne room. Fred Hammond is one. I listened to Kirk Franklin a whole lot during this pandemic. Um, Bishop William Murphy is another one. You know, um, get you some worship, get you some your favorite worship music. Sometimes just being in a place in a prostrate of worshiping. Makes a world of difference when there's an emergency that you're looking at. I don't know about y'all, but I like to listen to sermons. And a lot of times I'll go back and I'll listen to certain people. So you ha might have favorite people um, that you like to listen to their sermons. 
Definitely. I like Pastor Darius Daniels. Of course, my own pastor, Pastor Stephen Furtick, you know, Pastor T.D. Jakes, Bishop T.D. Jakes is another good one. Um, Yeah. Get you some sermons, you know, get that word. Keep constantly feeding your spirit because trust me, the things that you might be facing will start to look a lot more differently when you know who's truly in control of that situation. And so, you know, that was kind of like really it. I, you know, I told y'all I was going to be brief. Um, But before I go, you know, I didn't make mention of this um, in my last couple podcasts. I told you guys that I was kind of working on some things, but I couldn't really release it. Um, I couldn't really release it because it had not been kind of like put out yet. So I have many different hats that I wear and soon, very soon, I will be able to add grant writing to that hat. Um, I'm very thankful and grateful for my sister because she made an investment in me. And somewhere down the road, I don't know exactly when it will be, but this is going to be a business for me where I will be able to write grants. And so basically here, you know, I, I talk about their organizations, my my friend Linda's organization, Empower Him, where, you know, men who have been incarcerated, they want to be entrepreneurs. Her organization, y'all. You know somebody that is interested, send them. Empowerhim.org is her organization. My sisters, more than my pretty face. She is going to be doing some great things, heading this up uh, for youth, girls between the ages of 13 and 18. Um, So basically, yes, I get to add grant writing to the other hat that I will be wearing. And so for right now, um, their organizations will be the two organizations that I will be doing stuff for initially in the beginning, because I'm really tired of punching the clock for somebody else and not really being paid what I'm worth. Not to say that, um, I don't, I'm not paid well because I am, but I had to work very hard to get the little that they are giving me now. And that's only because I settled. I I didn't see my own potential. And so at this point in time in my life, I don't really want to settle anymore. So I'm going to get really good at this grant writing. And I'm just going to make it do what it do. Thank you all for, you know, the congrats. It's it's a lot of work in it, though. Um, but the outcome to be able to be a blessing to somebody else is ultimately 
where it falls at. So God is, you know, my sister made an investment in me. She blessed me with being able to not only take a grant writing class, just a basic fundamental class that you couldn't even get as much information that I got in the in the basic. You couldn't get that. So next month, if you know someone who is interested in learning your basic fundamentals of grant writing, more than my pretty face will be hosting a grant writing class via Zoom with one of the best people out there that's doing it. Her name is Miss Gwen Curry. They call her the grant lady. And when I tell y'all she's so full of information and knowledge, she has written over $55 million in grants. She doesn't really have to work hard at all. And so when I tell you it's a blessing to be able to be a part of her right alone program, because that's the investment that my sister made. So initially, yes, I took the grant writing class, got the basics, but my sister made an investment and paid for me to be able to do her right alone program so that I can get really good at this. And when I tell y'all she full of the word as well and full of knowledge and information, I'm trying to glean and get as much as I possibly can for her be from her because again, it's a blessing for me, but I want to be able to bless other organizations along with what I will be doing for my sister and for my friend Linda. Um, so again, we will be hosting a basic grant writing class. It's on Eventbrite where you can purchase the ticket or you can follow me on social media because I've been putting posts up as well as my sister's been posting on her social media um, about this, but it will be June the 19th. I know that's Juneteenth, um, the day before Father's Day. Um, but when I tell y'all, you cannot get as much information as what she has given for what she's going to give. The class is only a hundred dollars It's via zoom. So you don't even have to leave your house. It's a three hour class. But when I tell y'all it is so worth the hundred dollars just to get the basic information is worth a hundred dollars. It's worth the money because years ago when I wanted to take the grant writing class or grant writing class, it was a lot of money and I didn't have that to come out of my pocket. So I got to take this basic class for a hundred dollars and then got to be able to participate in her ride along program. And that's for a, a year. So she will basically mentor me for a year with this. So y'all already know what it is. I'm going to make this do what it do. And I'm going to get real good at it so I can come off this job punching the clock for these other folks. This will be something that I will be able to do. Put the knowledge and the information that I actually have to some use because I have degrees and just different things like that. But this here is like the topper on the cake, which makes me a triple threat all day, every day. I get this under my belt and get really good at it. So, again... If you know somebody that's interested, we're hosting um, 
this class with the grant lady next month on June the 19th. Um, if you want more information, hit me up on my social media pages um, or whatever. If you know somebody who's interested, pass the word, spread it, share it, give everybody, you know, give somebody else the information who might be interested because I'm telling you, you couldn't beat how much knowledge and information that she give. You couldn't beat it. And you're not going to get what she's going to give you. And I'm talking about she give you everything. And this is just a basic class. And she basically. She pulled it out, pulled it back, scaled it back and combined it to where you get the basicness that she give you everything that you need to help you be successful in this. And her motto is, is that. She wants to teach people to fish. She said, I can teach you how to fish. Then you'll eat. And she's been blessed every since. So she full of the word too, y'all. And that was the thing that caused me to just lean more on her because of that. That was the thing that drew me to her was her spirit. The word that came out of her mouth. And I mean, she was dropping stuff in that class. So if you know someone, hit me up. Let me know. Um, thank you for, you know, tuning in. Um, this podcast, well, the plat is on the platform of Podbeam, of course, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google, Apple, Spotify, Breaker. You know, again, thank you for just your love and your support. I appreciate everyone. Thank you for joining me. I'm your host, Robin. Be encouraged.